This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 23rd of April. It Brett, is. it is a very special day today. Oh, no, it? you're not going there, are it's you? birthday, Flux family. Brett has just turned a milestone. It's true. I am 30 today, Flux fam. Thanks, Justin. Didn't see that coming. I know. This one actually comes from the What The Flux Facebook group, Justin. Mm-hmm. The consumer advocate group Choice is telling Australian banks that they need to be waiving credit card debt and so. cap interest rates at 10%. Sounds good. What a wonderful Brett. world. Three huge stories today for my birthday. <laughs> Let's, Let's do get it. them. For our first, Netflix has had a huge three months on the track. It's added more than double the amount of new subscribers than it expected. And of course, we know why that is. Mm-hmm. We're all stuck at home and mm-hmm. we're on the prowl to find something to watch. Okay, so the numbers very quickly. Netflix gained an extra 15 million mm. new subscribers between in January and March this year. And of course, Netflix's share price skyrocketed. It went up over 30%. Huge. Which means Netflix is one of only a few companies whose shares have gone up mm-hmm. since the coronavirus crisis got going. But Netflix reckons it's soon going to experience a big drop in subscriber growth mm. when we all start to discover the outside mm. world again. Yes, Netflix's usage was up because of the pandemic, but it's also because of a few hugely popular mm-hmm. original shows. That'd be Tiger King. Joe Exotic has one of the best mullets of moulets <laughs> going around. That'd be uh, Money Heist. La Casa del Papel for the Spanish members of the Flux Familia. <laughs> You're really on today. Yeah. And that'd be unorthodox. Poor old Esty. I've been mm. watching a lot of TV. So what's the key learning here? There's good news for Netflix and chill members of the Flux family. Yep. The pandemic has shut down many forms of entertainment. There's movie theatres. Professional sports leagues. Live concerts. But the good news is that Netflix has more than 200 projects in the mm. final stages of production at the moment. What's interesting is that the surge in streaming could actually lead consumers to Ooh. decide they no longer need things like Foxtel, or KO or dare I even say it? Books? Oh, don't say it. (laughs) For our second story, earlier this week, oil prices went negative. That's Mm. right, below zero for the first time on record. And that's because oil producers ran out of space to store the oversupply of oil left by the coronavirus crisis. Okay, let's back it up here. Mm -hmm. How does the price of a valuable commodity like oil go below zero? All right, so the price of oil has been declining pretty steadily Mm. in the last few weeks. And that's because restrictions on travel have meant the demand for oil Mm -hmm. is at its lowest point in like 25 years. And even though the demand for oil has been falling, oil producers have just been saying, nah, screw that. (laughs) And they've just continued to produce huge amounts of oil anyway. So what happened this week? The price of US oil crashed from $18 a barrel to negative $38, (laughs) literally in a few hours. So now oil companies are paying other companies to take the oil off their hands. That's right. And the reason for that? Well, the world is actually just running out of places to store oily oil. Crazy. And the oil industry just keeps pumping out barrels. So what's the key learning here? It's a simple case of economics 101. Supply versus demand. There's a crazy imbalance between the supply of oil, which is super high from countries like Saudi Arabia, and the demand for oil, which is super low right now because we all aren't consuming in the same ways that we have previously. Mm -hmm. When demand exceeds the supply, demand can be over $150 a barrel. But when supply exceeds demands, like now, now, the value of a barrel of oil is actually worthless. Less than worthless, Brett. People are paying to get rid of it. It's actually a burden. (laughs) On to our third and final story. Treasury Wine Estates, the Australian alcohol company which owns Penfolds and Wolfblast, has signed a new partnership with none other than Snoop Doggy Dog. And now Snoop Doggy Dog, aka Snoop Dog, aka Snoop Lion, aka Calvin Cardoza (laughs) Broadus Jr., is the new face of Treasury Estates' 19 Crimes wine brand. The wine's name, 19 Crimes, actually comes from the fact that in 18th century Britain, criminals who were guilty of at least one of the 19 crimes were sentenced to live in Australia. (laughs) So rather than being put to death, they were sent to a 
Australia. Seems a bit harsh. Yep. But for a long time now, Treasury Wine has loved collaborating with musical artists mm. and sports clubs to attract drinkers. Treasury Wine is sick of its pretty boy image <laughs> and wants some of Snoop Dogg's naughty street cred, aka his giant fan base. So what's the key learning here? The value of Australian wine exported to overseas markets has dropped big time in the last month. So this deal between Treasury Wine mm-hmm. and Snoop Doggy Dog is much needed. Sales to mainland China, for example, fell by almost half in March mm. because of the coronavirus. And now the Australian wine industry, which is worth $45 billion, Big. is preparing for even more bad news as lockdown strikes Europe and North America. Overall, though, as long as Treasury can tap the DOGG street cred, mm-hmm. then perhaps there's good news over the horizon for Treasury wine. Flux family, we really appreciate the amazing work that our health workers have been doing at this very important Incredible time. Work. So tomorrow at flux.finance on Instagram, we're going to be launching an amazing giveaway. Massive giveaway. We'd love to see you there. Tag any health workers you know because we really appreciate it. Once again, big happy birthday to Brett. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. 